Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is the uh, episode eight of the uh, Dr. Charles Britton and the uh, Portland School District podcast, and we're live here in the Town Tech Educational Podcast Studio at Portland High School. And uh, with us is Dr. Britton. And uh, welcome, Charles. How are you, Dave? Hello, hello, everyone. I'm doing um, okay. Yeah, f- fair to middling, I guess I would say, but you know, head above water, we're 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 doing okay. That's good. That's good. So I know, um, you know, I, I think everybody knows the news is, you know, not good nationwide. Uh, you know, this pandemic is, is exploding, and you know, we're still, I think, yet to see some of the uh, fallout from the Thanksgiving Day uh, holiday and so forth. But uh, overall, I think. Uh, uh, here in the district, I think uh, we're doing okay. So why don't you give us the summary of where we are? Yeah, I think you described it accurately. I, I'm reminded of that saying that it is always darkest before the dawn. Yes. Right? And, and right now, it's it's the dark, right? I think that, that we all just have to take a deep breath, understand that what we're going through right now is stressful, is, is anxiety-ridden, is challenging on, on every level. But it is the dawn is coming, right? I mean, that it is, it is going to be here. We're, we're um, seeing light at the end of this tunnel, but we got to get through this. We, yes, we, yes. We, we knew this was going to be a challenging year going in. Uh, we did everything we could to plan for it. We are executing those plans, and um, we're not doing terribly in a lot of respects. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think um, generally the, the hard work that we did over the summer and this fall to design the, the models, mm-hmm. the, the full-in, the hybrid, the remote, which and we've used them all as we anticipated. Sure. Um, we've stood up our contact tracing. You know, we, we've done everything that w- we were supposed to do. And, and, and all the things that we've done um, were meaningful. They, 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 Absolutely. They were done with the right thinking about the circumstances that we'd confront this year, mm-hmm. and we are confronting those circumstances. Sure. Uh, and we are nimble enough now that we've been able to respond to um, new and emerging data and, and realities, and yet continue to maintain, though it looks different, a, a, a semblance of teaching and learning, a continuum of teaching and learning. Um, and, and that's the good news in all of this. That's mm-hmm. the silver lining. In sure. This. Um, the bad news, of course, is that our kids aren't here right now. You know, they're right. they're home, and that's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Right? We, 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 nobody in their their right mind would ever want, especially our youngest learners, home on computers in Google Meets, and on Seesaw and in Google Classroom doing their work. That that's not what we are. That's not what right. public educators are. Nobody wants that, but. That's the, the darkest before the dawn moment. That's, that's where we are right now. Right, um, right. So everybody's just got to kind of hang in there, be patient, you know, understand that the next four to eight weeks are going to be brutal. Yes. They're, they're, they're gonna, there's no other way to describe it. They're going to be brutal. Mm-hmm. But we got to ride it out. Sure. You know, we got to be patient with each other. Mm-hmm. We, we have to take care of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's going to be over soon. Sure. Well, I think uh, as you know, the days uh, go out. I think you know we have some some very good news. I think the uh, uh, as far as the uh, 
uh, efficacious of, of, of a lot of the, the uh, vaccinations that hopefully are, are being shif- uh, shipped. Um, Pfizer's uh, vaccine is, is, has been approved. Uh, Madeira's, I think, uh, in, in the final stages. So I think. And how uh, great is that 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 happened in Connecticut? Well, you like, know. Go th- Nutmeg State, right? Go Pfizer. Yeah, no. That's um, just a mo- remarkable to me to think the, that, that we are an, an engine of innovation that in less than a year, Connecticut contributed to to something that it re- really is unheard of. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, they're, they're uh, flying doses of vaccine in from Belgium. Yeah, I mean, sometimes Connecticut gets a bad rap for certain parts of our, our culture and climate here in the state, but we're pretty darn good. No. Like, let's, I, I, let's just stand up, Connecticut. Uh, I, I, right? Exactly. I mean, we we proud can, of. We can make vaccines. We can make submarines. We can make jet engines. We can educate Helicopters. Helicopters. We, 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 are, we, are, we are an engine of innovation in this state. Exactly. And I'm really proud of that. Exactly. So, you know, um, you know, just, just the, an overview of, of where each school is in the district. I know you had a board meeting on Tuesday night. So uh, um, just kind of give us the, uh, the summarization of that and, uh, you know, where each school is uh, and go from there. Yeah. Okay. So I, 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 the analogy I use is, is, is sort of as a boxer. You know, we were in the ring. We were, we were flying high. We were doing great. Up, up from up until frankly, I'll give you the date, no, November 9th, mm-hmm. right? From really September one to November 9th, we were we were flying high. Mm-hmm. We we were we were doing great. We didn't have a single case. Teaching and learning was happening in person. We were going. From November 9th until I would say probably the 19th, that 10 day window. Oh my gosh, we got clobbered. Yeah. Uh, with a, a, a tsunami hit this district, like I, it's something I've never clearly seen in my career, and hope to God that we'll never see again. Right. Um, by the end of that ten-day period, we had a kindergarten classroom quarantined, two second-grade classrooms quarantined, the entire sixth-grade quarantined, and the entire high school shut remote. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what happened was. And we expected it. It wasn't that we were having mass outbreaks in our schools. That has not happened in Portland and it has not happened in public schools across the state. But what happened was when the community transmission rate and and transmissions in the community came into the schools, in, in other words, somebody contracted the virus at a gym or a place of work or in a home or at an event outside of school, mm-hmm. was positive and then came to school. That individual, through a contact tracing process, we identified dozens, in some cases here at the high school, 78, 80 other students and many faculty and staff who were then exposed exposed and, and directed by public health officials and, and nurses to go into isolation for 14 days. That's what, that's what killed us. Yeah. I mean, that, that, at, at, at the end of that period... I was looking at a, a situation where uh, three administrators were affected. One was affected because his child's school was shut down and he and his wife were home taking care of their kids. I don't even know off the top of my head. I'm going to say 200 students district-wide. We were all quarantined. Everybody right. was, was it, frankly, at that point, now think of the psychological effect of that, you know, at home, fearful that they were exposed to a virus, waiting to see if they were going to get sick. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. But that, that's what the reality was. And, and that's what got us to the point where 
right before Thanksgiving, we just had to hit pause. Hit say, That's enough. Yeah. Pause. Mm-hmm. Everybody go remote. Mm-hmm. Let's regroup. Mm-hmm. Let's let these quarantine periods for faculty, staff, and students come up. Mm-hmm. Get the testing done and and reassess. Mm-hmm. Right. So that that is happening right now. We are remote because many of our faculty, staff, and students are finishing their quarantine periods, mm-hmm. sharing, thank goodness, mostly negative test results, mm-hmm. and and we're recovering from that that body blow. You know that right, that right. moment in the ring where mm-hmm. the knockout punch came and, and we got knocked out. Mm-hmm. But we didn't get knocked out, but we got knocked out. Yeah, so yeah. you know that was a. Fortunately, the bell rang, and now we took we took a minute. You know, yeah, we're, we're catching our breath. Yep, and, and we're getting ready to get back on our feet. Yep. So, what I really want everybody to understand is that you know we haven't had, thank God, which is what we were all terrified of in the summers, situations where an affected individual came into school and spread a virus to everybody that that person interacted with. Mm-hmm. Did not has not happened. The masks, the mitigation strategies, the social distancing, the cohorting cleaning, the sanitizing, the stay home when sick, that all worked. Yeah. What, what put us on our rear end was the effect of contact tracing and quarantine periods. Sure. So that's the, that's the problem that we have to address now in order to stand back up and get these schools open. Yeah. Which yeah. is how, when community transmission affects the schools and contact tracers direct faculty, staff, and students to stay home, how can we then staff our buildings so that we can continue to operate in person? Right, right. And that's the problem I'm working now. Sure. That's what I'm working with our leadership team, our health officials, our faculty and staff, and figuring out until we're on the other side of the curve or the vaccine takes this away from us, when we're knocked down, we get back up and have the adults present and available to do that. Sure. Well, I think, you know, we're not the only district that's dealing with this, obviously. No, no. You know, I think we're uh, not the only statewide state and, and nation- nationwide Global. Uh, as far as that goes. And I think it's, you know, I think the message is, uh, I, I think from a standpoint of mask wearing, social distancing and all of the preventative techniques that are out there, okay, people have to do their due diligence. And uh, because if they don't, okay, the, we can see what happens. Yes. Yeah, so there, there are two things, too, that happened. It's amazing how quickly this is going. Just this week, yesterday, mm-hmm. <laughs> this week, yesterday, yesterday, two, two things came uh, about that are going to help us get back on our feet. One, the quarantine period's been reduced. CDC yes. dropped it from 14 days to seven days with a negative test or 10, 10 days, days with without, no symptoms. Right. So that's going to help yep. get people back on their feet quicker, get out of the, the isolation room in their house and back to work. That's going to help. Mm -hmm. The second thing is that the governor signed an executive order that waives the qualifications to be a substitute teacher. Okay. So so to be a substitute teacher, you have to have a bachelor's degree in in before yesterday. Mm -hmm. Now, that is not a requirement anymore. Anybody can be a sub. Mm -hmm. Parents. Yeah. College students. Sure. Anybody hearing my voice. Yeah. If you would love to step up and help us absorb the effect of contact tracing, come on in. There you go. Well, I'm asking for you. Sure. Right? So, and a lot of parents have emailed me saying, well, what's the problem? Open schools. And some of my responses have been the problem is I can't staff the schools. Would you like to be a sub? 
Yeah. Would well, you like to volunteer? Sure. Because if enough people do that, I'm going to be able to open schools. Yeah. So you can either point out the problem or you can be a part of the solution. Yeah. And if people have the ability to step up now mm -hmm. and for pay, mm -hmm. come on in and be a sub or volunteer, mm -hmm. come on in and help us out, I'd love to hear from you. Sure. No, I think absolutely. See Britain at CT. Uh, at PortlandCT.us. C B R I T T O N at PortlandCT.us. Mm -hmm. If you are available, friends, neighbors, family are available. Now's the time. Well, I think you know we do the post processing on this podcast. Uh, we will put that information in. Okay, yep. and uh, put it right on the screen. So uh, when we do bring it over to pod, uh, over to Comcast, um, you know that your contact information, email, right. and telephone number will be there. You know, and I think uh, you know in the, the the bigger picture, also Charles, I think uh, from a standpoint of uh, staffing, uh, uh, academia is not the only one that's going through this. I mean, yeah. look look at our healthcare providers. Sure. My God, they are just. Uh, heroes and, uh, they are they are absolute heroes and uh they're tireless uh but uh, again as we all are i think we're all experiencing kind of covid fatigue you know uh, but like you say we just have to uh, you, we can start to see the light at the end of the tunnel we just have to stay vigilant you have to stay have to stay vigilant we have to stay patient you know i i, I am of course uh, getting emails and and you know uh, hearing from families that this isn't working this they're tired you know mm -hmm. yes i i understand yeah yeah and i want to help but we are we're dealing with some real situations where we can't open the schools if we don't have the adults and the faculty available on a regular basis sure to supervise students and keep things safe mm -hmm. so nobody wants this mm -hmm. no, nobody wants schools to be shut we we want to be open we Looking forward to that day. Mm -hmm. um, I get it. Mm -hmm. Now, help us out. Sure. You know, if, 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 in order for us to open, I need a robust faculty and staff and a robust substitute teacher pool to draw from to keep us open. Absolutely. So before you blast me with that email about how bad things are, yep. expect that if that email comes my way, my response is going to be, are you able to help? Yeah. Because it's all hands on deck, everyone. You got to help. You know, it's a team effort, you know, team effort. you know, and again, looking at the big picture, I think the, uh, you know, the, the Portland school district has positioned itself technology wise in right. a way, I think we're able to pretty much meet the needs, uh, device wise. I know there are a lot of districts that don't have enough devices to go around. Um, so I think we're, uh, from, from, from that standpoint, uh, better off than a lot of other districts. We are. And, and, you know, that's a, a certainly a, a tribute to, um, good planning, visionary leadership of, to get the devices and have them ready to go as quickly as we did. It's, it's a, a talent to a tribute to a talented tech team that mm -hmm. is supporting that enormous endeavor mm -hmm. um, with tech help and everything. And it's also a direct tribute to our teachers who have learned so much. And I've never seen a harder working group of teachers figuring out how to tailor their in-class lessons mm -hmm. to the online environment and are doing remarkable work. Yes. Um, certainly, it, it's complicated. Yeah. Uh, and and the, the, the what, what I don't know that everybody understands is that schools are not a monolith. The, the, the challenges faced by an AP physics teacher and a pre-kindergarten teacher are very unique mm -hmm. and require an awful lot of outside-the-box thinking to figure out how to 
tailor and deliver that instruction in an online way, mm-hmm. right? Um, and some of the creativity that I've, I've seen our teachers come up with is, is just so impressive. Yeah, yeah. And again, I think that's to, uh, to the testament of, of um, the, the teaching staff as, as well as the thing. Yeah, I think the, um, Eric and the PVLA has been doing uh, a yeoman's job as far as uh, keeping that all up and running. And obviously, you know, as, you, uh, as things evolve, you have to uh, evolve with the circumstances. And I think they've been able to do that very, very well. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the PVLA is um, it's terrific. You know, I, th- I think that, that um, you know, our ability to get that up, up and going and, and support families who have, have chosen to stay remote during this, this time period, um, yeah, it, it, it really is remarkable. You know, just uh, switching gears here, and, and uh, um, why don't you uh, give us a status update on all of the uh, extracurricular activities, sports, and so forth, uh, where we are? Yep. So... Um, any of our clubs or activities uh, that would normally meet in person are, are simply meeting remote. You know, uh, student councils, different clubs um, that we have are, are going. They're, they're just being done remote. Athletics is on pause. Uh, that is uh, an executive order that all, even outside, you know, clubs and, mm-hmm. and rec leagues and others everything is is on pause until january 19th Mm -hmm. Um, that includes of course high school athletics Mm -hmm. Um, so i mean obviously that's that's disappointing um you know again nobody wants this Uh, do i think it was the right move yes i definitely do Mm -hmm. um you know we uh, we i know i don't want to go into too much detail but um, some of the community transmission that affected us gravely mm-hmm. what occurred from athletics mm-hmm. community and school mm-hmm. um, so it, if the objective is of course to get schools back open in person mm-hmm. um, you know that the decision to, to pause athletics w- is the right one a- as hard as that is for our cheerleaders and basketball players and and indoor um, track and uh, wrestlers mm-hmm. I, I you know the, the, I, I was an athlete I, I still am an athlete. I get it. it mm-hmm. It's it's the greatest it's the greatest thing to be an sure. athlete. It's, yeah. it's something you work hard at and love, and it's hard to get, go without that. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this is the the dark before the dawn moment. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and we'll get back to it. Sure, as sure. soon as we can. Well, again, athletics and you know extracurricular activities. That I mean, that's all part of the the high school experience, and you know, it, it, it's like. Um, <laughs> tying an arm behind your back yeah, or, or whatever, you know, and I think it it uh, it, it, it kind of lessens the experience as far as that goes, but yeah. and, it, and, it is and, what it is. And, and I don't, of course, don't know how enjoyable athletics would be wearing a mask and otherwise fearful that the person you're competing against might have a virus that you don't want, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that, that would certainly take some of the joy of athletics away. You know, and hence that's why you know the the recommendations going forward, going into the you know Thanksgiving Day holidays and so forth, and then the upcoming uh, you know 
uh, Christmas season, okay, I think, you know, people have to pay attention uh, because uh, I know uh, Thanksgiving, it was just my wife and I, and normally the family gets together and everybody did their own thing. And um, we got together a little bit on Zoom and said hi to everybody. But uh, I think that was the right thing to do. And I think going forward towards the Christmas vacation too, um, you know, a lot of the colleges are, uh, are have, have gone home and are, are, are pausing or going remotely until, you know, uh, in, into the next semester. So I think, you know, uh, going forward, I think that's the, the prudent decision. Right. So I just want to make sure that, that um, I, I, one, talk about one thing in terms of uh, family needs and, again, how people can help. And then, you know, I, d I definitely don't want you to let me go without talking about how decisions are going to be made and communicated in terms of the coming weeks. Sure. Right? So I, I do want to uh, just spend a couple of seconds talking about how folks can also help. If, if you're unable to, you know, come on in and volunteer or substitute teach for us, that would be a huge help, number one. Mm -hmm. We do have other lots of financial needs in our community, all right? Um, so one thing that is different about this time than the spring was in the spring, our families got a little bit of a backstop with the $1,200 per person, $2,400 check, mm -hmm. with the added $600 of unemployment, with, the, with 80 hours of, of paid time off for corona-related needs, whether they're childcare or quarantine periods. You know, the, the government stepped up in the spring Correct. And, and passed that and, and helped our families out. Unfortunately, we know that that's not here now. Mm -hmm. Right, that that those eighty hours, that stimulus check, the, those unemployment benefits have expired or are expiring now. So, this current dark before the dawn moment is particularly dark for a lot of families. Mm -hmm. right? So, if anybody hearing this is looking for ways that you can help, please get in touch with me, especially if you're willing to donate either time or funds to support the families we know need childcare, need to help making the holidays a little brighter, mm -hmm. need help paying for heating oil. Right? There are, are lots of things that, that our families are struggling with now. Mm -hmm. Please make sure my um, email goes up on there. And, and I can promise you, if anybody gets in touch with me and is, has a donation of, of time or money they're willing to make, I can promise you that that will directly benefit your neighbors. Mm -hmm. right? In my own charitable giving, I love when I can give and I know the people who it's helping. Yes. You know, I, I give lots of different organizations that are national and do good work, but I always like giving to things that I know are, are most directly impactful on people who, who I live near, mm -hmm. right? Um, please get in touch with me because we have lots of needs. We've, we've done the work and, and are helping people as best we can, um, but, you know, our resources aren't infinite, and um, please, right. no, please right. help. Um, and then the, the second thing, so I just want to uh, make sure – Anybody listening to this knows how, how what we're thinking now. So we committed to remote for the rest of this week and all of next week. Um, I'm meeting with the reopening committee next week, the leadership team, and we're already having lots of conversations. There's a board of education meeting for Thursday, December 10th. Um, that is where I, I will make a recommendation um, about what Monday, December 14th will look like. Uh, we know it will largely be one of three things either remain remote, return hybrid, or um, return fully, or some combination of those three. 
mm-hmm. it, it is likely that high school, middle school, and I'm not saying this is what's going to happen. It is like maybe, could be, that high school would stay remote, middle school would open hybrid, K-6 would open fully, right? And a lot of those decisions are, are a function of staffing and schedules and, and, and how we can operate the schools in the most efficient way and continue to absorb the effects of increasing community transmission. Sure. So if anybody is, is interested in hearing the decision in real time, mm-hmm. zoom in. Uh, December 10th at 7 p.m., and you'll you'll hear the recommendation. Otherwise, Friday, December 11th, the next morning, I would communicate that decision um, and let everybody know what, what our intentions are for the 14th. Sure. I get it. That's not a lot of time, mm-hmm. but, but this is our reality. Sure. You know, we, no, I think We have, have to. to be flexible. We, Absolutely. We are responding to things now the same way we would if a nor'easter rolled up the coast and was threatening to hit us or maybe clip us or be a near miss. And, and I was making a decision about opening two-hour delay, early dismissal or closure. Right. That, that's where we are. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I, I'm a, I've asked repeatedly for people's patience. I'm asking for it again. It's the dark before the dawn moment. Please continue to be patient with me and, and my leadership team. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and that Friday, if we can possibly squeak in a podcast, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. And uh, uh, you can get the link uh, out there with your email uh, as far as that goes. So people can listen to that, you know, uh, live it in the flesh, so to speak. So uh, that's great. I know um, uh, you work very closely with Russ Melman, our Chatham Health Director. And Russ has been an invaluable resource, not only the district, but the town. He, uh, you know, faithfully appears on our uh, uh our town podcast with Susan uh, and so forth, and he's a tremendous resource. We had a very, very successful um, COVID testing uh, pop-up clinic at the uh, uh, Senior Center Library uh, two weeks ago. That went very well. Um, We had well over 300 uh, uh, tests uh, given on that day, uh, and it it went very well. So I think... uh, you know, duly noted, everybody has to stay vigilant. And uh, again, uh, you know, take those recommendations, wear the mask, do the social distancing and the sanitization. And, you know, I think, uh, like you say, I think uh, we'll come out of the tunnel here sooner. It's coming. It's go, coming. Go from there. All right. Great. All right, Charles, thank you very, very much. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're, this is the uh, Portland School District Podcast, episode number seven. And uh, with us uh, is our uh, fearless leader, uh, uh-huh. Dr. Charles Britton, who is at the home. And uh, the district is, is in great hands. So uh, I'm your host, Dave Kosminski. Uh, you can listen to this podcast. Uh, I, uh, it's going to be on the district website. It's also going to be on the town website. And it's also going to be post-processed and will be uh, broadcast on the Comcast uh, Network Channel 15 over in Cromwell. So uh, until we meet again, stay home, stay safe, wash your hands, and above all, wear your mask. Thank you very much. Thanks, everyone. This podcast was produced by the Town Tech Educational Partnership Program, which is a partnership between Portland High School and the Portland Town Hall. If you're looking to start a podcast for your business or organization, check out towntech.org forward slash podcast to learn more.